0: Kessler Foundation is a major center for cognitive research in multiple sclerosis, the most common neurological disorder among young people. We're inside Kessler Foundation with Justin Stanley, Research Recruitment Specialist. Justin, tell us about our studies aimed at improving treatment for individuals with cognitive deficits due to MS. Some of the work that you're doing in recruitment for studies in MS, the focus of the work which specializes in cognitive rehabilitation research. So can you talk a little bit about cognition, cognitive rehabilitation strategies, and the the research studies being done at Kessler Foundation?
1: Multiple sclerosis, or MS, is a condition of the nervous system. It has a, a real widespread impact on cognition it has an impact on emotional function it has an impact on fatigue when we talk about cognition we're talking about the ability to to think so to kind of reason through plan step by step we're talking about the ability to learn new information and remember what you've learned so it's it's not an abstract concept it really relates to day to day what people need to do to take care of their family, to get the kids off to school in the morning, to be successful at your job. And one of the real difficult aspects of MS is that it you know, can have a, a very rapid onset and a rapid change in people's abilities, or it can have a more slow, gradual onset. So what happens to people is that they are trying to stay in their life, live their life the best way they can, stay at work, stay in school, help their families. But because they're having problems with cognition, which can be either immediate and severe or, or, or very gradual but still severe, they find that they have to stop doing these things that are so important to them. And what we are doing at Kessler Foundation is studying new ways to help people with MS restore function and improve their cognition So they can get back into the swing of things and get back to doing the daily tasks, which are important for them. Some of our MS studies look at fatigue as a major factor that impacts cognition. Uh, Some of our studies look at the speed with which a person can learn new information and access the information they've learned. And we're looking at treatment methods to improve these very concrete aspects of cognition, these aspects of cognition that really connect to things people do day to day.
0: And now I'd like you to talk to our listeners who have MS or have a loved one who has MS. And what is the message that you want to get across to them about research and them, at research and what it can do for them,
1: one thing I'd like to get across is that there's an image of research as just being about learning about a condition right, so taking asking questions about what a condition does in kind of in an abstract way what's you know how do the nerve cells degenerate in m s or what medications can be effective for m s what the kinds of questions that our researchers ask. Are questions that are not different from what the individual with MS might want to learn about their condition. What is it about um, fatigue in MS or the ability to cope with MS that can help a person get back to work? That's an example of a question that our researchers are asking. Or can this specific kind of treatment, which you know uses a computer program, can that help someone with MS? be able to think more quickly so that they can get back to work or get back to school or helping their family out. Uh, These are the kinds of questions that our researchers ask, and I think that's what makes our research so unique. It's really focused on practical outcomes for people. Um, We are testing cutting-edge treatments that can potentially benefit people with these symptoms. And we're inviting the community of people affected by MS to learn more about our research and get involved so that we can help answer these questions and so that potentially you might benefit from learning more, participating in our research. And as a whole, the broader community of people with MS can benefit because these questions have been addressed.
0: How do people find out more about participating in research studies?
1: Well, they are certainly welcome to give me a call. I'm always happy to talk about our studies and to listen to people affected by MS and their caregivers about what they're going through and how our studies might be relevant to them. Uh, They are also welcome to visit our website where we've posted a lot of information up about the work that we're doing and how folks can get involved.
0: Let's talk about a very common symptom for people who have MS. Cognitive fatigue, which can be very disabling and debilitating and a real obstacle to the kind of activities all of us have to do in our daily life, including our jobs.
1: Cognitive fatigue is something that can really impact anybody, even if they don't have MS or another medical condition. Think about when you wake up in the morning after not having gotten enough sleep the night before, or if you're sleep-deprived. Uh, You're going to drink a lot of coffee or a lot of tea to try and get through the day. And even so, you're still going to have trouble, for instance, getting the right words out. Uh, You're going to have trouble following up on your goals, following up on your plans, because it's going to seem to take so much effort, more effort than it did before. So imagine feeling this way all the time. Even if you're you're drinking two or three cups of coffee a day or getting the right amount of sleep, you still feel like you're in a fog and that the words aren't coming quickly enough, or that the reactions aren't coming quickly enough so This is how a lot of people affected by m s describe themselves they describe themselves as being in a in, in a fog, constantly tired, constantly fatigued, not just physically but mentally. And Kessler Foundation recognizes that this is probably one of the most debilitating symptoms because in our modern-day society where we everyone is expected to multitask, you've got to have one eye on your phone, you've got to have one eye on your computer, and you've got to have attention on everything else that you have to deal with for your job, that Cognition and cognitive energy is a really stretched resource for the normal person. So for a person with MS, there's even more of a need to learn more about fatigue and find ways to treat it so that they can be successful at work, so that they can do the things that they need to do for themselves and for their family.
0: Another common symptom, which is also under-recognized in the MS population, and that's uh, difficulties with emotional processing which means people have difficulty understanding the emotions of others. Can you talk a little bit about what type of problems that leads to in daily life for people with MS and why it's important to research that?
1: Well, thank you for bringing this up, Carol because this really is an under-recognized symptom. So emotional processing, you know, the word is not one that we often encounter in our day-to-day life. Um, But like you said, very simply, it just means being able to recognize the emotions that other people have. So for most of us, um, even for people when they are are early in the course of their MS condition, this is something that is really taken for granted. Your boss comes in. They want to talk to you about something. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to look at their face. You're going to try and figure out, Are they upset? Does this seem like a small thing or a big thing? Uh, You're going to look at their eyes. You're going to look at their face. You're going to look at their mouth. All these little cues are going to tell you how that person might be feeling towards you so that you know what to expect and what to say. MS, in attacking the brain and attacking brain function, affects disability. It makes it harder to tell what people are are feeling as a result of looking at their face. So the way that this plays out for the person with MS is increased confusion and uncertainty about how people around them are feeling. So it's very easy, I think, once you've set up that concept to imagine how it could affect someone in their daily life, that you don't know how the boss feels about you when they come in to tell you that they need to talk to you about something. Or your spouse is suddenly a much more... Uh, mysterious person to you because you can't tell if they're upset at you, if they're happy with you. The intensity of their emotion seems different. Uh, Over time, we find that people with MS who are affected by this will tend to isolate themselves and avoid talking to other people, even loved ones, because this is becoming so difficult to deal with. At Kessler Foundation, this is something that we really want to understand more because we recognize that it can affect almost one in three people with MS. And certainly we also want to find ways to treat this so that the, these difficulties with emotional processing um, don't continue to have this debilitating impact that they do now.
0: A common symptom of MS, and one that everyone can relate to, and that is uh, memory difficulties. Everyone has experience at some point with problems with their memory. For most people, it's on a temporary basis or it's perhaps aggravated by you know fatigue or a medication. This can be a real issue for people with ms and also very disabling and has an impact on daily lives and activities. So let's talk a little bit about memory issues in MS, and the type of research that Kessler Foundation is doing to address them.
1: Memory loss is something that I think everybody can identify with, both young and old. And some of it relates to just the demands of an information society, of needing to be on top of you know all these different social media channels, um, trying to manage things in a multitasking way to do multiple things at once. So we tend to forget things that we don't attend to as closely and sometimes it surprises us um, whether or not we're affected by a disability that we didn't retain something in memory that we were supposed to. A name, a phone number, a piece of information because we were attending to something else. So this happens to everybody old and young and for most people it tends to be pretty easily rectified. You have some systems in place, you you write things down, you cover your desk in sticky notes like I do, you find some way to manage it. For people with MS there is a often profound decline in memory um, ability that comes along with the progression of the disease. And I think something that's very troubling for people affected by MS is that the degree to which they have memory loss is often much greater than it would be for other people their age. So we're talking individuals who are in their 20s, 30s, and 40s who are having profound problems with both short-term memory or just you know remembering something that was said to you within the past couple minutes or hours and even as the disease goes on, long-term memory, or important facts and information that you've learned years ago. And this can be really debilitating for people. It can certainly keep them from succeeding at work. Um, It can potentially stop people from being able to drive or being able to go out into their community. And again, you you, you see people become isolated as a result of their memory problems, and this is something that I think is the worst outcome. Um, at Kessler Foundation, because we research cognition and memory, because we're looking at these abilities of the mind and brain to help the person go through their daily life, to remember, to plan, to learn. We're very interested in finding ways to treat the memory problems that are caused by MS. So we're doing some research that involves a uh, a computer intervention, for example, to try and help people increase the speed with which they are taking in and learning new information and increase their ability to retain that information. And we're really hopeful that by studying the effects of this treatment on people with MS, we can find a way to increase or strengthen the current cognitive rehabilitation treatments that are out there to be more helpful for memory problems uh, because this is going to affect so many people who are affected by MS.